Your day has just begun. Yeah! But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah! Hashtag NFL. Give us to Williams right up the middle. He's got a hole. 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Tyson Williams. And welcome to the Baltimore Ravens. Takes a snap. Fires on a cross. Spin. Jackpot, baby. Vegas touchdown. Card to Darren Waller. Blitz is picked up. Jones is open. Jackpot, baby. Vegas touchdown. This time, no doubt. Raiders beat the Ravens 33-27. A crazy, wild game. If you made it up, nobody would believe it. Ravens blow three fourth-quarter leads. Raiders tie it with a 55-yard field goal. And then in overtime, they had a touchdown. They reviewed it, correctly took it away. First and goal, <laughs> the Raiders backed up and threw an interception. But then they forced a fumble and won the game anyway. Bizarreness, oh, highly entertaining. That went off hands and face. Well, off the receiver's hands, off the defender's helmet, popped in the air. Nothing but net. <laughs> right. Bizarro time, but the Raiders get the win, 33-27. And the Ravens got a lot of big plays out of Jackson, but a couple of big fumbles out of him as well. Now, yeah, the last one, I mean, he was pulverized. Yeah, I can blame it on him. So much was made of this. These Manning brothers are talking on TV. It's because it was new. I enjoyed it. No, but I don't want to hear Peyton Manning interview somebody. I want to hear him being interviewed. I don't want to hear him ask questions to Ray Lewis. You can get any stiff to do that. I want to hear Peyton Manning tell me what he thinks. He's so good. He In some of those segments, he was turned into an interviewer. Yep, because he's hosting it. Right. Yeah. Because announcers work. suck, and we just need athletes there. But then the athlete ends up doing the announcer's job. Yeah. So, <laughs> away we go. I want to hear I what Panning has to say. I, thought, he, has to I say. thought Eli had a couple of awesome points right at the end of the game. One, he said, don't go on a hard count, because it'll fool you. It's just hut, and you just go. And sure enough, they went on a hard count, and that got him off sides and back to the uh, six-yard line. He called that. <clears throat> and then he called pulling the uh, field goal team off. He says, no rhythm now. He'll run another play. And they scored a touchdown on it. Ryan Fitzpatrick, injured reserve. A right hip sublection, sublaction, sublation. Whatever you want. Whatever, it looked like it hurt. Subluxation is what it is. Subluxation. I totally screwed that up. He's out six to eight weeks, so. You see Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know what a subluxation is exactly? Do I want to know? It's going to make it's my hip It's a dislocation hurt. that goes out and then goes back in. Popped it out and popped it in. Better his hip than mine. Well, that's really just sums up who you are. Niners people didn't know that. Niners running back, Raheem Mostert, <laughs> chipped Carlage in his knee. You wish it had happened to you, of if course. you want to want the... <laughs> no, I wish it wouldn't have happened to either, my friend. <laughs> it's football, that... All right, keep, keep talking. Maybe you'll get yourself out of it. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. <laughs> it's out eight weeks. Arthroscopic surgery after chipping cartilage. 
Just admit when you're wrong and you screwed up. People will forgive you. Cleveland Brown Center and NFL Players Association Union President J.C. Treder said he believes Chiefs assistant coach Greg Lewis should be disciplined by the NFL for his role in the sideline skirmish with Cleveland safety Ronnie Harris Jr. Harrison was ejected after he pushed Lewis, shoved the Brown safety after coming over to help Chiefs running back Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Harrison is facing a fine for his actions. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. Short version is uh, they played well and we played very poorly. And that was as bare bones as you can boil it down to. But as poorly as we played, we still had some really good individual performances. I thought Makai Bernard was a big bright spot on offense. Rushed for nearly 150 yards. It was insane. Average per carry over 12 yards a carry. He had 12 carries total and was over 12 yards a carry. Added four catches to that for another 15 or 20 yards. So he was a big part of the offense. I thought Bam Olesen, even though he didn't start, he came in and gave us really good reps and played some of his best football at left tackle. So those are two really bright spots on offense. Kyle went on to say that offensively, guys missed assignments, made mistakes, just blew it. Defensively, they got pushed around, and he thought that was especially noticeable. In the second half, they really got pushed around, which said he couldn't remember the last time the defensive line got handled like that. Didn't he he say that uh, Saturday night, too? USC football coach Clay Helton has been fired. Athletic director Mike Bone announced yesterday, two days after Trojans got beat at home by Stanford, 42-28. His buyout's in the $12 million range. They had him signed through 2023, but he is out. Not even going to let him coach this season, PK. I guess under the theory he might rally and get to 9-3 or 10-2, and and they're tired of that. Sure, yeah, I guess so. I mean, obviously he was on dead man walking list for years now. Right. Uh, You wonder why didn't they make the change in the offseason? Why let him go to the first loss? Because I doubt they were going to go undefeated. Because they didn't think it looked good firing him after 5-1? and I don't know. I'm with you. They wanted to get rid of him. They wanted to get rid of him before last year. But... I think they looked at 5-1 and one in a bizarro year and thought, well, can we really fire him after that? Yes. Of course, they're firing him after this, so why not? This looks ridiculous, too. But if you're going to do it, do it sooner rather than later. I, talking with Tom Homo years ago, he thought that it was better to do it. If you know you're going to do it, then do it. Don't wait. Because now you've got a head start on everybody else who's looking for a head coach, right? We know that there'll be several more, to what extent we don't know, but we know there'll be several more between now and December, right? And there'll also be guys who will take other jobs that wouldn't have been fired, but nevertheless, you have a coaching vacancy and an opening. So right now, USC, anybody who's coaching, they wouldn't talk directly, but they would go through circles. Anybody who isn't coaching, they can have direct conversation today. So in that respect, I don't think it's ridiculous. Because they have an an advantage right now that nobody else has. And with that in mind, I target one fellow 
who is not coaching right now. Stoops. No. Who? Chris Peterson. I say Chris Peterson. Chris Peterson all the way. Chris Peterson for the win. In my mind, yes. I don't know if he wants it, if he's done a, a resting period to where he wants to get back in. I have no clue. But I believe in his ability to coach winning programs, and he's a West Coast guy. Stoops is not. Right. And he's been out longer. Correct. And so you have this opportunity now to go after him, and you at least you know you're not competing with anybody for Chris Peterson, unless Washington wants to bring him back real soon. Because uh, <laughs> they're 0-2, obviously. But you, you, you know, They may want to consider it. You can't give... A, new, a brand new coach, two games. I mean, that, or even a half a season. That's ridiculous. Uh, unless there's something flagrantly wrong with the program. So, I appreciate that they did it when they did it because I don't. I don't think it's ridiculous at all. I think if you were going to do it, do it. You should have actually done the ridiculous portion of it. To me, is you Not, didn't do it earlier. You've wanted to get rid of him since, like, 2018. If that's the case, I don't know, because it's a new athletic director and a new president, so I don't know what they were thinking. But if they wanted to get rid of him, then they should have. And so there's, if you want to get rid of somebody, there's no time like the present. If Peterson took that job, if he wanted back in, that would make quitting Washington and sitting out a year make a lot more sense. I mean, we've all known dead man walking for a long time. And you're right, the AD and president's changes may have played in his favor for a little while and then played against him. You know, they're brand new, what's going on? You want to walk in and the first thing you do as a president is change the football coach. Like, that's the most important thing that needs to be done. They've had other issues on campus. I don't know. But Peterson maybe sees it coming and steps away, gets his year off, doesn't have to leave Uh, one school and jump to the other. I don't think that it was diabolical on Peterson's behalf. There was no planning. I don't think so. No, I don't think that, man. I'm going to step aside now so I can – I'm going to go independent so I can get into the conference and not have an affiliation. No, I don't I don't see that. I, I think he stepped away for genuine reasons. But that was a couple years ago and things change. I, I don't know what he's thinking. He may think, hey, I've done my time. Uh, I don't want to coach the dumbest age group in America. A great uh, quote at uh, a Pac-12 media so. day. But to me, right now, he should be the number one candidate. Lots been made out of the AD making a football hire at Cincinnati that's worked out pretty well with Luke Fickle. But he's not a West Coast guy either. No. Texas coach Steve Sarkeesian announced uh, Casey Thompson's going to replace Hudson Card as the Longhorns' starting quarterback. Both quarterbacks expect to play against Rice this weekend. On the other end of that Arkansas-Texas game, Arkansas was fined $100,000 by the SEC after the Razorback fans rushed the field in the aftermath of that win. Second violation of the conference's access to competition area policy. Man, how about that? Access to competition area policy. Next time they, they storm the field, it'll be a quarter of a million bucks. Texas A&M starting quarterback Haynes King will miss time. He's got a crack in his lower leg, Coach Jimbo Fisher told reporters. No timeline for his return, but a source told ESPN's Chris Lowe that it'll be out four to seven weeks. 
Navy's reinstated the offensive coordinator, Ivan Jasper, in a reduced role after athletic director Chet Gladchuk fired the longtime assistant over the weekend. Head coach Ken Nui Matalolo said Jasper, the team's offensive coordinator since 2008, will now be the quarterback's coach. Nui Matalolo said Monday that he asked Gladchuk to reconsider the decision, saying if Jasper losing him is not the right answer, we're better with him. He's the best option coach around. Nui Matalolo said he wasn't involved in the initial decision to fire the offensive coordinator, and now he will call plays for the midshipmen. Seven straight losses, five straight games with seven points or less. Obviously, things need to change, but that's not a good look, having your AD make unilateral decisions about the football staff. Suggests tons of turmoil for the midshipmen. Oh, they're losing, so yeah. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. The pitch. Turner swings and he belts one to left field deep. This ball's back. This ball's gone. A home run for Justin Turner. 5-1 Dodgers as Turner blasts his 25th home run of the season. There he goes. The pitch is blasted to deep right field. This one is way gone. Up over the arcade, Brandon Bell, the booming home run, is 24th of the year. 8-1 Giants. Giants beat the Padres 9-1. Dodgers keep pace by beating the Diamondbacks 5-1. Clayton Kershaw, out for a couple months, was back. Pitched into the fifth inning in that one. Yeah, Giants clinched. First team to clinch at least a wild card. They're obviously looking for more than that. Vlad Guerrero Jr., very close to a triple crown, PK. This close. This close. Hit his 45th home run. Tops in Major League Baseball, one in front of Shohei Otani. Toronto beats Tampa 8-1. Guerrero, four ribbies off the pace behind Jose Abreu. And he's got the best batting average by two points in the American League. So He do. So if he gets, the, could he be the guy who gets the triple crown and then doesn't win uh, MVP because no. Otani gets it? No. But that's the only way to take it away from Otani. Win the triple the, the, crown. The Jays have won 12 out of 13 games. Uh, they're in the wild card spot right now. You, you got to factor in winning to a degree and the pressure. Angels are playing out the string. Yep. It's not like it's meaningless stats, but they don't mean as much as what Guerrero's doing right now. With the Red Sox and the Yankees and the Jays. All tangled in that wild card race. Lopsided game of the night. That'll go to the Astros. 15-1 to over the Rangers. Really put it on them. Bees lost 12-2 to the Oklahoma City Dodgers. Series finale for the team set for tonight. 635 Smith's Ballpark. Get your tickets at slbs.com or listen here on The Zone at 620. What is trending? Brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Frank Dolce, Ute Insider, analyst for the Zone Sports Network, will be here at 8 o'clock. Dylan Colley, former BYU receiver, will be here at 9 o'clock. Lots of college football on the way right here on the Zone Sports Network.